Here we go. Good evening, everyone. This is Jan and Ken's Excellent Adventure. I'm Jan McKinnon. This is my good friend, Kent Peters. Bland. (laughs) Bland? You don't like it? Bland, no. Do it again. Just leave it. We'll record that, but do it again and, like, feel it. I'm feeling it, man. But do your radio announcer's voice like you just heard me practice. All right, ready? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jan McKinnon. This is Jan and Ken's Excellent Adventure. I'm Jan McKinnon. Ken Peters. Give us something. Hey, I'm Ken Peters. Okay, so what we're going to do... we talked about it, and Jan knows how to use all this electrical equipment, and he said he can cut out things, and I'll have, like, a plug, right? So that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to try to do a radio announcer's voice, and I'm going to try to hit it the first time. And if I hit this perfect, he's going to cut it, and then we'll just splice it into all the future ones, is that what you said? Yeah, absolutely. We'll yeah. make that work. Okay, so here we go. So, shit, radio announcer's voice. Okay, so. Are you ready? Dude, dude no pressure. Okay, no pressure. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by Supernatural Survival Gear, keeping you safe from what goes bump in the night, and by Zombie Proof Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Mixed Martial Arts, your one-stop shop for drop and roll. That was fucking perfect. I'm super fucking impressed right now. That was fucking perfect. I'm happy. That was fucking perfect. Say fucking perfect. Fucking perfect. Fuck, it felt, fuck, it felt good. Like I said, I'm impressed. Fuck. That's high-level shit right there. Man, I could be, fuck. Super impressed. Mm Mm-hmm. We're cutting that one, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. We don't even need to take two. No, no, it's cool. No, Done. Look for that at the start of every single podcast. Every show. Every single episode. And he'll splice music in. I can't do any of that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll do my best. I mean, I'm pretty techy, but not super, like... I know how to turn my phone on. You got a lot of shit going on on your phone, though. I do everything on my phone. Everything that has to do with this business or SSG, all done from my phone. I barely turn my computer on. All my YouTube... My Instagram, nice. everything is this phone. Yeah, for it sure. It does not leave my side. I sleep with it, like, under my pillow. Yeah. Even after the fire hazard warning. Businessman. Just, just don't care. Business. Fuck it. It's hard being a businessman. Yeah. No, it isn't. I guarantee you. Well, not to ramble too much. We have topics this time. We're not going to go, yes. like, left and right. Yeah, we're going to try to stay in our lane. But I'll tell everybody, you are not busy. You, you aren't. Uh, and, and I say this from, like, the kindest parts of my heart. When I was in high school, I thought I was busy. When I was in college, I thought I was busy. I got to work. I was doing 14-hour shifts out in Fort McMurray, and I still found time to study and do online courses to get all my tickets. And then I was, like, fully certified welding inspector. Uh, like, even now, like, 37 horses, this business, I, I still feel like I have four hours that I can scrounge up. Sure. To make my life better that I'm not capitalizing on. And I know lots of people out there that are going to say, like, fuck you, man. I'm busy as fuck. They're not. I think people have their own interpretation of busy. 100%. Um, some people have diff- different work ethic than other people. Well, That's even, fine. Like, you can be lazy busy. Like, I was Absolutely. really lazy busy when I was a welding inspector. I would do this thing called templating. And everything that I had to do every single day, I would sit down on Monday and I would do all week's worth of it. I would spend four hours and get templates done. So if I had to do 100 reports during the week, I would write out the generic information on 100 reports and have them ready. And all the time that I'd save through that week, I'd use to study. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I think people waste a lot of time. Yeah. Myself included. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm... Guilty, man. Guilty as fuck. Guilty as fuck. It's it's sometimes you need to waste a little bit of time. Sometimes you got to put your feet up, man. I'm a lazy, busy guy. Like, I, yeah. people think that I'm, like, busy, that looking from the outside in. I still, I feel lazy as fuck. Yeah. Like, 
Like, if I had to self-evaluate, I'd say I'm lazy as fuck. Right. Well, I'm sure other people would disagree, but um, it's all good. Did you watch fights? No. You no, well, watch? yes, yes. I watched the free fights. I didn't okay. play this week. So you didn't watch a main character? I, 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 I like Jacare, like, a lot. Like, I yeah. really like him. And Kevin Gastelum, I, I like him, too. But I probably only would have paid for Lineker. I really like watching Lineker knock Savage. people the fuck out. Savage. Uh, but I didn't I didn't buy the fight, so I, I watched the free ones, and then I went to bed. The nice. Davi, or Davy Ramos, Davy Ramos, I don't know how to say it. I just did the breakdown of his. I'm going to post it probably later. Yeah, with he, that, that Kamara back take. Yeah, he's, he, man, he's so good. He's a real savage. He's so good. Because Matt Heim, is that, or Nick Heim. Nick Heim. He's good, I think man. he's German or yeah, something? He, yeah, he's good, though. Yeah. I've seen a few of his fights. He's really yeah. good. Nice ground game, man. Yep, and, sure. uh, and Ramos just Different levels, him. man. And, like, that face choke. I didn't do a breakdown of the face choke because I like all of my training partners too much. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a it should be a strictly competition. I one I think it's it's awesome and yeah. a lot of people are doing it. There yeah. you see a lot of high level submission grappling and high level MMA fights ending with that face choke. Sure. I won't do it to anybody in my club. You also see it in uh, uh EBI yep. a lot. Yep. Gordon um, Ryan finished quite a few face chokes. Nathan Orchard used it numerous times. There you go. Tenth Planet Savage. Yep. Um, He's so nice. Is he, is he a nice I, guy? I met him after a submission series, and I asked him if he'd do a technique for me. Yep. And I, like, I, I've asked quite a few people, and a lot of people are just like, oh, yeah, and then they just walk away. He said he had to get changed, so I was like, fuck, he said no. But I heard stories. I heard stories about how nice this guy right. was, right? And he said he had to get changed, grab a bike to eat, and I was like, fuck, there goes my opportunity, right? He's out, he yeah. found me, and then he <clears> did it in the hallway. In the fucking hallway. We got somebody, uh, actually... Um, uh, another guy, he's training down Alpha Male right now, great dude. He grabbed the camera for me, well, the phone, and he filmed the technique right in the hallway. Like, love Nate, that, man. man, Nate is fucking stand-up. Everything I heard about him, all true. He's awesome. He looks like a nice guy. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I really hope to meet him someday. Yep. Um, well, we could we could make the trip because he trains with uh, Phil Schwartz, and I, I want to meet Phil. Phil's a really nice guy. Let's do it, man. Yep. Yeah, let's down set in it Portland. up. Let's make it happen. Well, Weren't you supposed to go there at one point? No, I was going to go to Alabama. Right, okay, then, yeah. I, and then I we had some uh, family complications. The family. wife got super sick. Yes, that's right. Yeah, family always first. Unfortunately. Write that down. Yep. Unfortunately, she got sick, but yes, She's definitely. now. Definitely. Yeah, that flu, man. Mm. Had her for short, scary stuff. Yeah, I always, like, take the flu for granted because I get sick once every, like, five years. Yeah. Man, we were in the hospital IV sick twice over that one-week period. The flu kills people, man. Dude, I couldn't leave her. kills people. Absolutely Fuck, I'd not. be divorced. Absolutely. Yeah. And the kids laying around, too. Yeah, They're probably Jesus. all sick and shit. It was horrible. Fuck that, man. No. Nope. Fuck that. So, main card, man. Yep. What'd awesome. you think? Well, it was the second time in UFC history that it's tied for the most finishes. 11 out of 13 fights of the night wow. ended with finish. It was incredible. Um, it started with uh, with Leota Machida versus Vitor Belfort. What the fuck, right? All, all Brazilian man. legend. What a way to open the main card, man. Uh, the only thing I can say is, holy shit, I'm happy Vitor Belfort is retiring. Yeah. First round, not much went on, man. Not much. There was a lot of feeling out. And then second round, you should look up the highlight because Leota... Uh, I've seen a lot oh, of Oh, man. Leota Machida hit him with, like, yeah. Anderson Silva-esque front mm-hmm. kick right up the middle and just knocked his block off. Yeah, it was and nice. Leota was incredibly respectful, stood there, made sure he was okay, Definitely didn't go in bowed. for a punch. Yeah. I seen the highlight on Instagram. I see everything on Instagram. Yeah, of course. Oh, well, the the Nogi Ezekiel. Yeah, same guy that, that did it before. That was in the prelims, uh, Alexi Ol- Olenek. Russian guy. Yep. Yeah. It's funny because I posted the breakdown right away. Right. Everybody was like, how the fuck did you post that breakdown? Right. 
I actually posted it before the fight because I did that breakdown for his last fight. He right, used the same fucking choke. I already had the breakdown done. Dude, did he hit it this arm standing? Well, he started it basically standing. He started hugging the head, right? You get in super tight on the head. And think like, I'm going to do it right now and, and we can describe it. Hand on the bicep, but like mm -hmm. you got your arm in, so you're hugging the guy, right? right? And then you use your chin to push his chin over. And then the other hand comes through and you end up in like a I dream of genie. If you yeah. don't know what that means, if you're too young, look up I Dream of Jeannie, right? When she's, like, casting a spell, she has, like, each hand on the bicep, elbow is tight. It's like a front naked choke. Yeah, basically. Right? And so well, I, I had the breakdown up and done, yeah. like, that night. Yeah. So I got, pile, I got like, an extra 4,000 views on awesome. it or some shit. Yeah. Take it. Take that to the bank. Fuck yeah, that dude, man. He'll do it again next time. It's So... His, his, the first time he hit it, well, first time he hit it in the UFC, he was set it up from bottom, bottom mount. side. Oh, and bottom then the side. guy, he let the guy take mount. And then he and when the guy took mount, it was there. more straight on, squared. It killed him. That's grimy. And this time he set it up, he pulled into half guard. He was in bottom half guard. Yeah, which is also just insane. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. But uh, the guy he hit it on is a brown belt. So, like, yeah, it's, sure. It's not like it's. I hey, mean, that's not. He's a heavyweight, right? Yeah. He must yeah. have some fucking strength, dude. Man. Those they're big kids. You think they just push it away, right? You think, but, man. Surprising, right? Yep. For Once sure he has that hug in there, it's it's not comfortable. Absolutely, yeah, mm -mm. for sure. Um, so yeah, so Vitor Belfort retired. Yes. Uh, he's yeah. forty-one, man. He had a good run, you know. Yep. He's been around since day one, really. I mean, I still was... remember that. Uh, who who did he fight first? I can't remember who he fought, but just uh, punches straight, left, uh, right, left, right, Barnaby left, right, Silva. up against the cage. Barnaby Silva. Yes. Like 13 seconds. Or, I could be wrong, probably wrong, but it was quick. It, yeah. it was like I, first I 13, punches. 13 thrown, does like yeah, ring a bell. For sure, just going out slinging, slinging mm -hmm. fists. Yep. You know, historic career, you know. Um, I'm not mad at it. I like nope. it. Uh, after that fight, your boy John Lineker out there throwing bombs, mm. man. As always. But one thing I really note in this one with, with John Lineker, he was fighting Brian Kelleher, who's from the States. He's so measured, man. Yeah. He goes out and his distance is perfect. Almost every single one of his combinations starts with a body shot followed by a left hook. Mm. And it's brilliant. He goes out there and clobbers people, man. Yeah. And so nobody wants to get hit by him. Nobody. But, the, but Kelleher, I mean... Kudos to him, man. He hung in there, mm -hmm. hung in there till the third round. But then he got blasted up against the cage, and he next thing you know, he's asleep. He's he's looking up and he's asleep, just the way she goes. Lights do you know up. how many knockouts he has off? Oh, I don't. I I tell you one thing. I do know, unfortunately, is he misses weight a lot. He does at at flyweight and bantamweight. Mm -hmm. But he brings his power to each division. Yep. But he's been clobbering people, man. He's yep. he really he knocks a lot of people out. Um, I don't know the stats. Exactly, but he goes out there throwing heat for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like I said, impressive. Yep. I think he give him give him top five, man. Give him a top five guy. Let's see what happens. Who was the main event for the card? Main event was Amanda Nunes and Raquel Pennington. Nunes is tough. She's savage. She's very tough. She won. Um, she, uh, what, like a hands down win. Hands she down. She seems like uh, like she won one. Yeah. Like yeah, she, well, she she definitely dominated the fight. Yeah. Something interesting, I don't know if you read it or, or heard it at all, but in between the fourth and fifth round, uh, Pennington actually said to her corner that she's done. Wow. She says, I'm done, I want to be done. And her corner said, no, no. Interesting. You can do it, you can do it. That's an interesting topic because obviously fighter safety come, should be paramount. But yep. 
what's your take on that? Because she did go out in the fifth round and she did get she get dummied like she did the entire fight, but mm-hmm. she she ultimately gave up in the fifth round. So well, I mean, there's been lots of times when I've been rolling and I just wanted to give up. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I didn't give up would be like ego or pride or, you know, like because cardio and out, man, that happens. Man, like if, if, I'm, if I'm rolling with you and I'm tired and you have me in mount, mm-hmm. wrenching my face so, up. So just... to say that her corner's wrong, we kind of have to say that the entire jujitsu community's wrong. I agree. Because <clears> how many <throat> times as a coach and how many times as a student have you heard, don't you cardio tap, man? Yeah. Don't you do it. The pressure tap. Go out there and let yep. your partner beat you or go out there and, like, try and lose. But, like, don't you just, oh, I'm too tired. I can't keep yeah. going. And she was beat up, man. Yeah. No, and, you know, there's – I know it's different because it's MMA. Yeah. And uh, don't do excess damage to your body if you don't need to. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the fence with it because there's been a few times in my coaching career where I've straight up told my fighters, even pre-weigh-in, hey, man, don't kill yourself for this. Yeah. You know, but especially it, amateur. It's definitely different when you're like in, in UFC. Was this for a title? Yeah, for, yes. for the bantamweight title in Brazil. Amanda that's, Nunes. That is different, for right? sure. That's that's pretty serious, for sure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, like I uh, I put fighter safety first. Like um, people might not know, and I might just be talking on my ass with it, but we're known for like a lot of heel hooks at Zombie Proof. Mm-hmm. We don't have any heel hook injuries. Yeah, we have we have some serious. I I blew my knee from a slicer, which is IBJJF legal. Right, and it wasn't um, a malicious slicer. It was uh, it was fully locked on. I was defending with one foot on the back of my ankle, and as my foot slipped off, my partner slipped on sweat, and we oh, blew yeah. my knee. Yep. And um, what was the other one? I uh, I was bare and bowling, and I got caught in a toehold, and I, I ripped my foot a little bit. Yeah. So two IBJJF legal techniques yep. hurt me. I, we don't have any heel hook injuries. No. Um, and it's because I'll kick you the fuck out of my gym. Yeah, there, there's no room for that. We we are an incredibly safe gym. Safety comes first, always. Yes. We look after our training partners because if you break your fucking toys, mama ain't going to give you no That's more right. toys. Exactly. And right? by mama, he means he's going to kick you the fuck out of I'll the gym. I'll kick you the fuck out of the gym. I don't, Immediately. I don't, I don't want your money. Yeah. So, like, we're, we're big on safety. So everything I'm saying, I, I'm always going to put the fighter first. Uh, I don't know what I would have done in this situation. High stakes, man. Yep, it's a championship. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say because he, I mean, how much work she put in, she wouldn't have wanted to quit. No. You know, I know it's it's fuck. This is know. after four rounds of a beatdown. She went like one for eleven with her takedowns. Yeah. Trying her best, you know, and just getting clobbered. Yeah. It's... She got taken down herself, like. I think uh, I think Nunes went like three for three with her yeah, takedowns or something. Crazy. It was a beatdown for sure. Um, I don't know, man. I'm that indifferent about it. It's it's a tough one for sure. Um, did you hear about the Mackenzie Dern drama on the scale? Uh, she didn't miss weight or she missed weight by seven fucking pounds. That's a lot of weight, man. Seven pounds. Yeah, like that's that's a lot. That's too much. That man. is a lot. I heard she's like she she has a nutrition sponsor or something, and then yeah. she missed weight. That that looks really bad. Yeah. Um, if you ask me, I think she didn't look physically well. Like, I think she looked, um, well, obviously overweight, no pun intended. Well, there's all kinds of reasons um, to miss weight, though. Absolutely. There, like, there really is. Like, if you get sick, man, like, you're probably going to miss weight. Definitely. And, and she looked ill, for sure. Yeah. Regardless of the drama. Nice punch. Pooh. Good night. Yeah. You know, um, she's ferocious. Yeah. Lots of, lots of potential, man. She's yeah. obviously a jiu-jitsu, like, stud. 
She's killer on the now, mat. What, what weight is that? It's 115. But so she, she, she could she, go to 125 now. They could. have to 125. And she, I mean, the amount of talent, not that there's not talent in that division, yep. but high-level talent is much smaller than it is at straw weight. Yes. If she went to 125. She, I mean, if she went to 135, she'd be a killer. Um, I'm impressed by her, yep. re- re- regardless of the scale. She, she gets her weight on track, man. She can go out and uh, be a force. Kill. Yeah. In, in in uh in not only one but numerous divisions if yeah. if she wanted to. But get that weight on check. You have to. Yeah. You gotta get that shit looked at. Well you it. both like you sign an agreement to both suffer. Exactly. That's like that's what it comes down to. You're both signing agreements where you're both gonna cut and it's gonna suck. Yeah. But you're both <clears> suffering <throat> together. Definitely. You've you've agreed to a contract. Exactly. And I mean she looked like she just gave up on the weight cut. Yep. Obviously, she must have. She was seven pounds over. Mm-hmm. It's not even close to the 116 limit. But yep. um, either way, she came out with that overhand, man, and then mounted mm-hmm. her. Amanda Cooper turned around, gave her back up, and that was it. Lights out. Yep. RNC for the win. Cutting weight does suck, though. Like, I, I, I've effectively quit cutting weight. Like, yeah, uh, it's terrible. I don't see a lot of competition in my future. I, I like competing, but yeah. mainly my main reason to compete has always been to see what I'm doing, what's working sure. against other people who have instructors. Absolutely. You know, and just, not. I don't want to do the old adage of test myself, but really I just wanted to test out my bullshit. Like, what level am I at, right? Yeah. So that's that's why I've always competed. Um, but, like, cutting weight, I've done it, and I hate it. Oh, it's terrible. I hate it. Man. I want to eat whatever the fuck I want to eat. Definitely. I eat, like, two or three noodle bowls a day. Yeah. I, I weigh between 170 and 190, depending yeah. on how my noodle bowls yeah. tasted. And I don't give a fuck. That's right. Yeah. And that's, sure. that's good. Like, um, different methods of cutting weight. Like, what's the worst you've ever done? Oh, probably my first amateur fight. Um, wrapped in garbage bags and sauna <laughs> suits. Wonderful. Running around a swimming pool in the hotel we were in. Mm. Because there was no, there was no um, sauna or anything. That sounds I funny. was so fucking dehydrated. My lips were cracking. Nice. And nice. they were sounds, bleeding and stuff. That sounds great. I mean, I made weight, I made underweight, but it definitely, um, if anything, it's mental, man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, cutting I did, weight uh, is... I actually uh, enjoyed doing, like, I enjoy doing it, but then I don't like the being dehydrated and not being able to eat anything. Stuff. So, like, I, I would sit in the sauna, and um, I would just read. Yep. But, like, my thing is, I need to be able to breathe, right? So, I would... Um, it's fucking hard in those Well, things, that's man. the thing. Like, I'd just keep getting breaths... Just so I'd have, like, that breathing. I think if somebody invented something where you were constantly just breathing good. Like no, like an oxygen yeah, machine an oxygen or machine. That, just like a fucking tube yeah. that goes over your head, that goes out of the sauna. Yeah. And then your body's sweating. And I use a credit card method. I take, like, a credit card or just any plastic, and I swick yeah. my skin off <clears throat> so my me. body just keeps sweating. Because mm-hmm. the layer of sweat on your skin tells your skin, like, okay, we're good. We're sure. covered in sweat. Yeah. That'll make us cool. Yep. And I would just keep swicking the sweat off until I couldn't sweat anymore. Yeah. And I would sit there fucking until I couldn't breathe yeah. in that heat anymore. And the, I find with saunas, it wouldn't take me long until I'm... Yeah, I sweat, man. My lungs are, like, sweating and everything. Like, yeah. I, I feel like um, I could just rip them out. Like, I would put on that sweet sweat stuff. Which works. That works really that good. That shit's magical. And then I would just fucking sweat for sure and like leading up to when i know i'm gonna cut i start upping my water intake yep. so like i'm already pretty wet you know what for i sure. mean so it's just pouring out of you right? yeah what, what was the most weight you ever cut 
shit for uh, Fit Plus tournament one time. I, I think I dropped 12 pounds in two yeah. days of water, diuretics, and uh, laxatives, like two days out. Oh, yeah. I, I don't go before or closer than two days because yeah. you don't want to, like, shit in competition. Well, no, because that shit sticks with you. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so I would do, like, the laxative tea, like, 48 hours plus out. Sure. Yeah. And then... Um, Ducalax or some shit I can't remember the name But I I would fucking try to get rid of whatever's in there Yeah And then I'd only be eating healthy So it wouldn't store up after that Eating veggies and shit Yeah, yeah And uh, yeah, I I think for the Fit Plus tournament I weighed in 169 And I I walk around at like 182, 185-ish Sometimes higher Yep Yeah, like lately I've been like 191 Because I'm done competing So I don't I don't feel the need yeah. to be closer to the numbers. You're just comfortable right now. Well, the best competitions I've ever had, I've weighed in at whatever I was walking at. Yeah. Like my best competition ever, I lost both my matches, but I felt great. Right. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, Like, I've won matches and didn't feel like I did the right things. My best one, I lost both matches, and yeah. I felt fantastic. Yeah. For my first fight again, 15 pounds, man. It was terrible. Fuck it was that. fucking terrible. Yeah. And like I'm at the time, especially I was a pretty lean guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a whole lot of, whole lot of yeah. water weight or <laughs> shit not much like to that drugs. to lose. Like when you see people and you're like, why couldn't you lose one more pound? You fucking try cutting weight. You'll yeah. find out. Seriously. It's not easy. No. One Definitely pound, not. man. Definitely That's a not. fucking ton. Yeah, fucking right. Go man. to the grocery store and just get one pound of anything, put it yeah. on a fucking scale. Yeah. And then get rid of that. That's right. Just try. Yeah. You know, it's the crazy, average dude, man. you can go out and you can just test that shit. Yeah. Yeah. It is way harder than you absolutely. think. Um, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of weight cuts, what do you think of Kelvin Gasolum at middleweight in the run he's been on, man? Uh, he, man, he's awesome. I like him. I like him a lot. He's yeah. fun to watch. He's, he's definitely awesome. small. I like. I follow a lot of Tenth Planet guys online too, and every and one of them seem to like him. He's Tenth Planet. Yeah, player. but they like it, it's it's different, man. And you'll see this in any organization. Just because you're in the same organization doesn't mean you fucking like the guy. That's right. But when you see, like, 10 out of 10 guys that you know mm-hmm. all saying, yeah, man, great, that guy's good. Yeah. Like, he, he's a good dude. Like, good for you, man. Congratulations. Definitely. He must be a good guy. Absolutely. You know, because there's a lot of people, you wouldn't even know they're in the same organization because yeah. they don't fucking congratulate them. They don't care. Right. But they're probably not nice guys. Or it's just such a massive organization. I know yeah. I could be talking at a turn here, but... Maybe, but this guy, everybody that I know in Tenth Planet, it's like, True. yeah, it's like today's Eddie Bravo's birthday, so like everybody on my Facebook or on my Instagram is like, happy yeah. birthday, and uh, one guy, he uh, he did up this, he does, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Photoshops. Yeah. Photoshops. He did a Photoshop of Eddie. Like, so I got hold on, I got to look it up and describe right. it because it's fucking awesome. I'm gonna give him a big shout out too because the dude did one for me. Okay. Same guy that did the picture yeah, for Eddie? Okay. Yeah, he did one for me, and mine is, like, me standing in front of a pile of zombies, like, oh, yeah, broken down. Yeah, Cole James? Or, yeah, no, yeah, it's Cole James okay. 857, but yeah. it's James Cole. That's his name. Okay. And he does these Photoshops, nice. him and his brother, and they are fucking amazing. Because I, I remember seeing them on a view, Yeah. and I was like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, man. he charges, like, 25 bucks, man. Shit. Fuck, buy three. Shit. Like, it's, this not, dude man? is fucking amazing. Awesome. Uh, it's Eddie... <laughs> With, like, three Spartan warriors and Eddie sitting in the, the lotus and the earth behind him with a giant fucking eagle. It looks like he's sitting on the moon. Look, look at that. That's fucking glorious. James Cole, man. All right, that's badass. James Cole is fucking awesome. 
And he's one of Brandon's students, the 10th Planet Decatur. Right, okay, Brandon yeah. is the sweetest guy in the world. Who also has a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought, he he did. One I, I thought he'd seen it on there. Just that's listening awesome. to him talk. I listen to Brandon talk forever. Nice. Brandon's a fucking gem. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. That's cool. And well, the one-minute jujitsu hacks? Yeah. More. Oh, yeah, definitely. Give me all of yeah. the one-minute jujitsu hacks. Keep them coming, hacks. man. Fucking forever. Yeah, I can't get enough of that he, shit. Man. I'll watch fucking it. that guy's awesome. I'll watch it all goddamn day. Yep. For sure. Um, do you want to do the Q&A thing? We certainly you, can. I, I got one more fight with uh, Kelvin. There was another Kelvin. fight. Kelvin. Oh, Jacare. And Jacare. Jacare. Uh, quite the fight, man. Um, Kelvin Gaslam is lucky his takedown defense is what it is. Because yeah, Jacare, in the first round, and you, you're going to love this, Jacare had him up against the fence yep. and went for like a flying foot lock attack. Yes. Got him to the ground. Yep. And dominated him. Oh, on top, the pretty well the entire first round. But he made it. Yeah, so anyway, Calvin got up second and third round. It was back and forth, but it stayed standing. Mm. And Calvin pulled it out, man, split decision. It's like the old Chuck Liddell. Yeah, sprawl and brawl, man. Keep them up. That's right. Keep them punching. That's right. And, I mean, you got to give it up again to, to, to Calvin That's because he just knocked out Michael Bisping, man, yeah, man. in devastating fashion. Then yep. he beats... Beats number or ranked number two, Jacare. I like Bisping a lot. Me too. I've always liked. Bisping. I love to talk to him. Yeah. Seems like a good stand-up guy. Yep, for sure. Anyway, fucking give Kelvin Gastelum a title shot. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Why I would not? watch it. Absolutely. Like it's it's just some kinds <clears throat> I just don't rent. You know. I, I. And this was one of them. Yeah, I really need to. I don't know. Well, it's fair, man. I mean, it's. It's fucking hard. Like I don't know if you guys know the time difference, but we're East Coast of Canada. So the fucking fights don't end till like two two thirty. Yeah, and that's that's generous because you got five fights mm-hmm. on each pay per view. Yep. And I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. No. Um, each fight could go to a decision. Yep. You're up till fucking three a.m. Man. Well, and that's typically not a problem for me because yeah. I I have sleeping problems because I I used to be a night shift worker. Right. And uh, I'm up till two, three, or four every night. The problem is I shadow box while I'm watching the fucking fights. Well, because you get you get into it. I'm standing and yeah, I'm I'm that's right. I'm fucking trying that's to warm. do all the things that I want. To, like I'm trying to play a fucking video game. Yeah. So I'm like extra wide awake. Yeah, for sure. And then I'll be up until I'll just I won't go to sleep. Yeah, man. Unless the fight's super super boring, I'm on the edge of my seat for everyone. Well, when me and my like, wife met, I was at well, well, it's weird. We were we're on the same page of the yearbook. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But we met. In Alberta, so like 20 hours away. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's weird. And yeah, uh, I was over watching a UFC, and she was actually making fun of me because I kept talking about the UFC and the right. fighters, and I was right. the only person at the party who fucking cared. Yeah. And her and her friends were like, this guy just doesn't shut the oh, fuck up. Man, I'm the, like, I'm in the corner, left <laughs> corner of the room. All my buddies are over here <laughs> yeah. talking about whatever. And I'm just sitting there watching it. And yep. I was always that dark horse, man. Same yeah, way. Man. Same way. Diehard fan yep. for a long time. And now, well, luckily my fiance Verna is a diehard fan. That's cool. So she can sit down and watch it with me. So yep. I have someone who can relate for Perfect. sure. That's what you need. Absolutely. You got some Q&A stuff there? Uh, yeah. Um, Let's do that. How much time do we have? Well, we're about half an hour in, so we, we have all kinds of time. Okay. So... Let's see what I got. So what I'm going to do from now on, if, if you want in, and this was like last I minute, I, uh, I'm going to post just Q&A on Instagram. Sure. And then whatever questions come in, I'm going to try to answer them. Sounds and, easy uh, I'll do it in order of yeah. who asked the question. And uh, so let's see. <clears throat> so we got 
Alex Mastaskia, uh, the G-Roll dude. All right. Um, first, I'll talk about him. Sure. He's uh, he's in Brooklyn, New York, and somebody showed me this G-Roll technique. I think it was Leg Locker, actually. The guy who runs Leg Locker on Instagram. Okay. I think he talked about the G-Roll initially, and he sent me to watch it on YouTube. Yeah. So I watched it, and I said, that shit won't work. <laughs> okay. It's like you get into like a nicheo position. Right. And then you go belly down. Okay. So you're like giving up your back, and then you just walk backwards on your fucking hands, knock the motherfucker over. When you say knee shield, do you mean like half guard? Yeah, half okay. guard with yeah, your yeah. knee stuck yeah. in. And um, this Alex guy, he, he has like a YouTube video on it. I watched the whole thing, sure. and I tried it, and I fucking kill people with it. Really? Yeah, I kill people with hmm. it. Like Matt, Liam, like my purple belts. Nice. I'm, I'm fucking, and they know I'm doing it, yeah. and they're like, they're trying to stop it, and then they're laughing as they're falling down. Yeah. Because I go right back into a heel hook. Oh, nice. I, I have it on YouTube. Nice. G-roll into a heel hook. But, yeah, it comes from Alex, this guy. And uh, he's awesome, so you should follow him. Yep. He's on the Leg Locker podcast, too, which you should also listen to. I uh, Someday I'll do that. I'll be on that podcast. Absolutely. And he asked me, uh, how do you break down the competition footage to teach it? Do you rewatch it a bunch? Watch it in slow motion? Practice it multiple times. Your breakdowns are, and then he did that hand thing where like okay, yeah, is it okay. Is, is it okay? Or perfect. Is it upside down? It's, it's I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that. But yeah, that one. I like that emoji. Right, uh, right, so you asked me that, problem. and um, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I do a lot of breakdowns. Perfect. What is it? Perfect. Yeah. You, okay, it's the perfect. Yeah, symbol. you got it's it. A perfect emoji. And uh, I do a shit ton of breakdowns, and I. Uh, I typically only watch them on my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people, they get on their computer and they're like slow motion and shit. So most of mine come from my phone. And yeah, I get a lot of detail because I uh, I get them on the phone and then I watch it and I just watch the guy's head. Yeah. And then I watch it again and I just watch the shoulders. Then I watch it again. I watch the elbows. Yeah. Watch it again. I watch the wrists. And then I scan into the body. I watch the hips. I watch the knees. I watch the feet. And I do that for both people, and I check, like, where their connection lines are, like, what uh, what angles they're on. I want to make sure that I'm doing everything right. I've seen a lot of breakdowns, and I've done a lot of breakdowns where it's, like, kind of. And then I realize, like, a lot of people that they're watching these, they know the moves. They want to know how sure. this particular match got <clears throat> to where it did. Right. So I started doing very specific breakdowns of, and then he grabbed this, and he put this here, and he put mm-hmm. this here. And I'll be fucked, man. I learned so much from oh, doing it. Because you're putting yourself, and then I have to grab like Keenan or Cody or Drake, one of the boys, and I'm getting into the position and I'm doing it. And then I have to say, okay, well, this isn't working. Why? Right. So sometimes it'll take like a half an hour, an hour, two hours yep. to get a breakdown perfect. Sure. I know we came in after a Saturday night event and we came in Sunday morning and we did three and a half hours to get one technique. Yeah. And it was just non like how so it ended up it's cuz both people are doing stuff, right? I I think it's beneficial for both men like you said or, or both training partners. Yep. Because and for sure and we're all definitely. learning so much so quick. It's it's killer, right? Do you uh, do you use the, the the zoom feature on your phone? Yeah, kind of. To, yeah, cuz like, like it's, zo- it's just a basic iPhone, right? Like I right. have one of the cheap iPhones. I haven't upgraded to 
whatever the new shit that, is. That's normal though for you. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, I get a video of it and then I watch it and then I'll slow it down. I'll scan in. I'll just like, where's his hand? Where's his foot? What angle do I have? Right. And then I'll check and see, is there other angles of this video available? Because mm -hmm. man, I've, I fucked up a whole bunch of shit and that's the best part. Anybody who tells you, like, well, the internet is a nasty place, right? Oh, it's filthy. Lots of people on the internet are cocksuckers. Filthy. And, but it's cool when the cocksucker also knows some shit, yeah. right? Because this is what happens. If I post a video of Nicky Ryan doing something, right? Uh, somebody will be like, well, that's not what happened. Yeah. But then they'll tell me what happened. Yeah. So I just learned something. Sure. But Take if I that. went on, if I said, this is kind of what I think maybe almost slightly a little bit happened, yeah. can somebody give me details? Fucking crickets. Oh, 100%. Nobody's going to say a fucking thing. Well, because everyone's Because I just flabbing. asked for advice. That's so right. So nobody's going to give me advice. But when I say, this is what happened, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. And I'll get called out. And someone disagrees with you. Yeah, they shit man. right in your face. And then when they call me out, I'm fucking writing it all down. Like, thank you so much. I just learned like a shit sure. ton. And they think they're being cocksuckers. Yeah, but man, you're like, but give it's me great. that. Give me that knowledge, man. Yeah. So Thank I you. do I do rewatch it a bunch. Yep. I do watch it in slow motion, and then yep. yeah, I do practice it multiple times. So everything you asked, yeah, Alex, that's exactly it. Uh, and it all comes from the fact that like I've had to do this forever. Yeah, you know, like with every video I've ever broken down, well, teaching myself jujitsu, like that's that's the key, right? Definitely. Like I've I've had to really figure out why it's working because it's very easy, and you all see it. You go on YouTube, you can watch like these fucking McDojo. They're doing techniques and it's bullshit. It's bullshit because they don't have somebody that's trying to stop them from doing it. Yeah. But like, you gotta find that happy medium. And this is the, if you're gonna do shit like this, you have to find the right training partner for it. Because if I try a technique right away and it fails because my training partner used 100% resistance against a move they knew was coming, right. I might throw that technique away and say, this will never work. Mm -hmm. But then you look at the Nogi Ezekiel guy. That's a low percentage technique, Definitely. and he's hitting it high percentage because yeah, he's constantly. practiced it enough. He's committed to it, yeah. and he knows it works, right? For sure, man. So, yeah, that's that's that question. That's a badass question for and, the record. Uh, Kurt Kaufman, this dude's awesome. Like, if you're not following him, you should. Okay. Just like Alex, this this guy, he, uh, he does some awesome shit. And the only reason I haven't continued with your move lately that you did is um, I, I'm having trouble doing that arm triangle back roll, just so you know. It, my back is really sore. I have full-blown sciatica from uh, a weightlifter. I thought I was a weightlifter. It turns out I'm fucking not a weightlifter. Yeah, shit. Whoops. Uh, so I, I'm having trouble <laughs> doing that back roll thing you did, but maybe I'll just start after that and we can flow through, right? <laughs> but um, Kurt asked, what do you think are the pros and cons of training on your own? Do you think it led to innovation or obstacles not having an instructor at first? Yeah. Uh, both, 100% sure. both. Uh, innovation, like even my buddy Mike Malott, he messaged me last night. He was like, where the fuck do you come up with some of this shit? Like, because leg lock stuff, everything, it's it's a lot of it's innovation, right? I am uh, I do whatever I think I can, see if it works. I have most of my inspiration for the innovation while I'm driving. I have a 20-minute drive, and I always think of jujitsu on the drive. Yep. But uh, there's a lot of innovation. I I don't claim to come up with much because <clears throat> just like talking, most people's opinions are just regurgitated opinions from someone else. Pretty well. Yeah. So a lot of jujitsu, you just form it in a different direction. It's hard to say you own it, you know? For sure. I've come up with a few things that I think are my own. 
like uh, the asshole choke I thought was my own. And then when I posted, a lot of people were like, hey, my coach does something very similar. Of course. But it's like, it, it doesn't mean I didn't come up with it. Yeah. It just means that it originated in a few different places That's independent right. of each other. Yeah, man. Um, one I call the electrical cord choke. I've never seen anybody do that before. Yeah, see, I'm, I, I take I'm not sure what you're talking about. I grab the fire lapel, and then I grab beside my hand like I'm plugging two plugs oh, yes, together. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. And then I've I go that. across the other side of their neck. Yeah. That's on YouTube. I think I made that shit up, but I mean, That's fuck. like an ego breaker. Yeah, that sucks to happen to that. Thank you. The asshole choke, too. <laughs> it sucks to happen to that. Oh, that's terrible. But, um... Lots of obstacles, man. Like, teaching myself, it did suck. There was all kinds of scenarios where I'm jealous as fuck. I truly believe that I could have been a really good competitor had I had an instructor, you know, like, teaching me and and showing me the right things to do and just grooming me as a student like I'm doing for my students now. But in hindsight, like, would I change it? No. I like who I am. I like where I am. I like where my jiu-jitsu went. I like the hard road. I, I wouldn't have traded it in. All my experiences, everything that I've done, all the learning, I love it all. Yeah. But um, definitely a lot of uh, obstacles at first. Uh, it's, I'm trying to do a lot of stuff now where I have a lot of people asking me questions like, how can I, as a brown belt, how can I continue learning now that I'm off on my own? As a black right. belt, I'm off on my own. Uh, or I'm a blue belt, my instructor moved away. I'm a white belt, I don't have an instructor. Yeah. So I'm putting together some material where I'm going to try to help all everybody nice. with the same shit I did. I'm just going to try to cut off all the shit yep. that didn't work for me. Yep. You know, it's nice to make your own mistakes, but fuck it if someone else did it. Yep. I look at everything like um, I, I call it the snow uh, the snowbank theory. Like, and this is <laughs> we're Canadian. We like we have a bad winter some winters, and uh, when you got like six feet of snow. You're not just going to jump into the fucking snowbank. You're going to walk down the sidewalk until you see footprints. Yep. You're going to hop into those fucking footprints, hope that they go somewhere, and you don't just find a dead body Excuse in the me. snow, right? Oh, definitely. But, like, for the most part, like, <laughs> I've made this walk through mm-hmm. the shitty snowbank, so now I'm just going to try to get people to follow me, and hopefully I'll be able to help a fuck ton of people out. And, uh, honestly, first, uh, I think, just to add on to that, I think you already did. Um, you did help people. People love your shit. All your guys love your shit, obviously, yeah. me included. Um, I think, although you would still be a tremendous teacher, I think that hard road instilled in everyone in the room, man. Yeah. You know, like humble beginnings, Yep. starting from the bottom. And I encourage, like, outside learning. Like, my guys do shit that I don't do. Yeah, Like sure. there's They learn off YouTube. They come in, they're like, yep. hey, man, look at this shit I learned. For sure. Because Keenan taught me something yesterday. Um he was like securing the inside of the elbow when he was trying to take the back and I, right. I never did it before and I, I stopped the class I was like fucking show everybody that yeah. yeah for sure and that's good for everyone because yeah, there's no ceiling right yep there's no ceiling I think I think that mentality that you had since day one like I said helps everyone yep because there's more I guess you can say more freedom maybe yeah more um everyone's a little more loose yeah no I, you yeah. know because I've always encouraged that like I don't know everything I don't. I don't want anybody no, to think no. I know everything. I don't. I don't drop that gauntlet and say like I know it all. Like no, fuck your shit. Yeah. This is. The and way if it I is. don't know though, I'll I'll go look it up. Definitely. And I'm I'm willing to see anybody like do anything and try any technique. I, Definitely. I'm very open for that shit. Which is great. We got one last question. Let's we'll do, do it. And then we'll do whatever. Um, Berto Gordo, Berto Lima, this dude is awesome. We actually became friends because of uh, the bird swallows. The what? Swallows. I have them tattooed on my shoulders. I thought we were friends, man. 
fucking wrong. Oh, with those things. Never no. mind. Never oh, mind. I remember quickly. You, you had them challenged like, our friendship. You had them like ten years ago. They were like, yeah, they were like, like original my, ones, like third and fourth. Yeah, tattoo. okay, yeah. Yeah, I love these birds. Cool. They they fly around really cool. It's like a traditional sailor style tattoo. They're yep. called swallows. Right. And um, I have a bunch of them in my horse barn. And I have a nest there, and I'm incredibly protective of it. Yeah. I'll fuck someone up if they try to fuck with that Don't nest. Don't fuck with that nest. They come every year. They're back. They're back this year. Yeah. And I, I was posting videos, and he messaged me. He's like, oh, I have them too. And he's from the other side of the world somewhere. I can't remember because it was like two years ago maybe. Just like that, man. Best he's a great friends. dude, though. Awesome. Yeah, we still we talk every so often. Uh, do you believe that limiting leg locks to straight foot locks and knee bars lessens the sport and players, or is it possible to reach a high level with just IBJJF rules? Yeah, no, uh, you don't have to know how to do heel hooks no. if you can shut down heel hooks. As long as you know how to defend heel hooks, yeah. you can be successful. Yeah, and it's it's not just defending heel hooks. It's a concept thing. Right. If you have the correct concept of keeping your heels away from the other person. Right. So I I like attacking leg locks, and I had a private lesson with Wagney Fabiano. Wagney just... Uh, he won gold in all of the main tournaments at Masters at his right. level this year in black belt. And uh, we're close to the same age. And I asked, can I do a private with you, but can we just roll mm-hmm. for the whole hour? Sure. So we did seven seven-minute <clears throat> rounds. Gi or no gi? No gi. Okay. No nice. gi, because I, nice. I wanted to try to heel hook him. Yep. And I couldn't heel hook him because I couldn't get close to his heels. Right. So this this guy is a world champion. And I'm not 100% sure how much experience with Helix he has. I know he's really, really good. Absolutely. But I couldn't get anywhere near his heels. Yep. So if I can't elevate him, if I can't get under him, if I can't expose the heel, if I can't attack the heel, mm-hmm. I can't heel hook him. No. Nope. So did he need heel hooks to be better than me? Fuck no. And he, he plays predominantly IBJJF, and he just shut down my heel hooks. He played mm-hmm. a very top-heavy game with underhooks. And uh, he was very limiting. He kept going to my bad side, which he figured out instantly. I, uh, I caught my grip around his neck once, and he realized before I realized that I have a good guillotine, yep. and he never let me get around his neck again. Yep. So he, he just played me, man. And I'm pretty sure he just mainly does, like, footlocks and knee bars, and he shut down my heel hook game completely. Yeah, so, so there you go. There's a more traditional player. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my only firsthand experience because right. at the same time, I've rolled with some brown belts and black belts that, they're well, they're not at Wagney's caliber, and I've caught them with heel hooks. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like, my... Um, my last super fight is against an awesome guard player, awesome triangle, and I caught him with a heel hook. He was playing the the guard or the heel hook game with me, James Harnish. Yes, yes. He's an awesome brown belt. He's Serious so triangle, good. right? Yeah, he has the best triangle in the yeah. New York Times. You know, and um, I caught him with a heel hook. Um, we've had visitors come by, and I, I heel hook a lot of people. Yeah. But um, this guy Wagney, yeah, could not heel hook him because he played jujitsu against you know me getting near the heels so yeah no i i think you can get to that high level by completely avoiding the legs for sure yeah uh i I don't think it would be a problem um should you limit your game no not if you could do it safe but at the same time a lot of clubs man maybe they don't have the safety culture maybe they don't have people that they trust i don't want to play heel hook games with people i don't trust i'm out yeah. See you later, man. Man, I, right now I'm two years into a bad knee. Yeah. I don't want anything to happen yeah. to that knee that's yeah. 
more than it already is and, fucked. I mean, well, you, you and I both are both banged up. Yep. So we have that safety culture here. Yeah. I trust everybody in this gym because I'll kick them the fuck out if they try to hurt each other. Yeah. Right? So I've instilled that um, in bigger gyms, in more like if you have a lot of competitor heavy, maybe you can't instill that attitude. Mm -hmm. You know? I could see it. Oh, that brings up... Um, did we talk about the Ultimate Fighter and Daniel Cormier? Did I talk about that last time? No. There was. Uh, I was watching the Ultimate Fighter. I I still love the Ultimate Fighter. I think I've watched every season of it. Honestly, you're like I watched the first probably ten seasons. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what, man? Yeah. After the live season, I, I still watch it. I right? love it all. And you absolutely I love it. I just love do. it. You, you don't miss and it. And so I kudos I don't to you care. I don't really care about the fight. Mm -hmm. I watch it because I want to see the training methods. I want to coaching, see the inside man. of other people's gyms. I want to see the coaching. Dan Cormier has me as a fan for life. Because yep. there was a guy on on his team. And he was rolling a little rough. And everybody was complaining, like, he's rolling a little rough. I don't want to roll with him. I don't want to get injured. Mm -hmm. And the dude did an interview. He's like, well, I'm only here for me. Which, man, is right. You're a bunch of undefeated fighters. That's right. I get that. Yep. You're only there for you. I get that. And Dan was like, man, you got to tone it down. The dude was like, no. And then Dan, I, man, it was hard to even <clears throat> tell how he did it. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm rolling with you. Yep. And he went out and they started rolling together. By the end of it, they're laughing, joking. I thought they were going to fist fight. And then Dan won him over, and now they're like best friends. And probably change that guy's attitude. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably a team player now, and I think Dan Cormier is one of the best coaches in the world. He's a, he's a stud. That was not, fucking cool as hell. Yeah, like not only athletically, performance-wise. Yeah. Not only what he accomplished in his career, but, I mean, he's obviously the head coach at AKA for, or the team captain, sorry, yeah. at AKA, 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 sorry, guys, for a reason. Say it again. AKA. Say it faster. American Kickboxing Academy. No, try to say like AKA five times faster. AKA, 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 AKA. Fuck. Boom. <laughs> I thought I was going to fuck you up right there. No. Fuck you. How about that? Well, I meant more assertive. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Nice. I'm cool with this. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, for what, sure. What a dick. I never uh, told you to fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. man. Thought we were good. cool, bro. No, no, we are. Shit. I mean, we're both Daniel Cormier fans, so. Yeah, well, That's listen. Cool. I got my third 10K Instagram account yesterday. Your third one? My third. I have three over 10K Instagram accounts now. I am an Instagram fucking whore. Yeah, you, you really put it out there. I hit my third Three yesterday. different accounts? What What was the third one? The, uh, he looks in happiness was the nice. slowest growing. Yeah. I, I want one of those t-shirts. Yeah, they're wicked. Eh? Yeah, I want one. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, real nice. Yep. Uh, any more questions? Anything else? No, no. There was just the main three. Nice. And Because it was last minute. Like, I only asked a little bit ago there. Yeah. But uh, that, that's perfect. Because what, what we, we're 46, and we did yeah. 45 last time. We, we did 42 last time. 42. Well, and we got compliments on keeping it short and sweet. Because I have about 10 minutes worth of attention. <laughs> well, like in general, if I'm yeah, listening to something. General, for sure. Because uh, I listen to a lot of audio books. I don't listen to podcasts, so I, I don't know what this is supposed to be like. I don't know how long so we'll it's just, supposed to last. Yeah, I mean, you see some guys, like, for example, uh, the MMA hour, you know. Uh, uh, is it an hour? Please tell me it's, it's an hour. Not, it's called it's, the MMA hour. It's like numerous. He has like 10 to 12 guests each time. It's that uh, Ariel Hawani. I like him, though. Yeah, I like him, too. Yeah. Wicked guy. But he, that's, you know. that's false advertising to fuck. Yeah, because it's never an yeah. hour. It's like you should call it the MMA multiple hours. Or the MMA fucking show. MMA-MMH. MMA multiple hours. Sure. Renaming, rebranding. Comfortable. Yeah. So this is good, though. We'll try to keep it at, like, this this mark. Yeah, I think under an hour. Yeah. 
is plenty. Yeah. Our wrestling sure. coach, Mike McKenna, not to name any names. Oh, yeah. He messaged me right afterwards. He's so Not old. even enough to listen. To, he's old as fuck. Mm. Not even enough to listen to the whole thing. And I know he won't listen to this. So I can say old as fuck and You bald. can say whatever you want. I love him. And I know he won't be able to beat me up because he's not listening to this because he listened for yeah. 10 minutes and then messaged me via text, yeah. which I don't even, I didn't know old men could use text. That's fucking rude. And he, uh, he said, I didn't listen to it all. You're boring. Gee, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. I love all that hair on your head. Yeah. There. Yeah. And he'll never know any of this was no. said about him. Unless someone rats us out. Fuck you guys. You better not. No he rats. Will fuck us up. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, no. You you can you can tell. Listen, don't ever keep anything in. You can tell him. That's right. I'll just probably tell him John said it all. <laughs> oh, I blame it on me. Every fucking word was yawn. Him and I will have a wrestling duel. Yep. They can he, fight. He will pick me up and drop me on my head, but I'll get him. Mike is. How old is Mike? Uh, 50, 50 something, something man mike showed up wrestling like to teach us and he had a sore shoulder and then he kept like doing stuff with us and one day he got dropped on the sore shoulder and, and the sore shoulder wasn't fucking sore anymore yeah fixed it see and he's old school right yeah old school wrestler from boston mm -hmm. doesn't give a fuck he he would purposely when he was injured he'd wear his fucking work clothes so he'd be like in a suit and a fucking dressy shirt he's still out there and then he'd still guys, go and fucking do it well here just quick i'll just put this i'll try to do it in the under one minute because i want this done by 50 i i messaged him i was like hey man we need a wrestling instructor for our team and he just messaged me back sorry too busy and then, like, a year later, this old fucking dude comes in with wrestling shoes. And I'm like, hey, man, are, are you here to do class? And he's like, son, I'm here to teach class. And when I tell him that, he says, that's not what happened. But fuck that. That's what happened. Definitely is. That's the story. <clears throat> and I'm sticking to it. I, I still remember his first class upstairs. Yep. And he blew everyone's mind. Yeah, he's fucking good. Blew his mind. Yep. Because um, he's, like, mean. He's like me, but the wrestler me. And he's, like, 160 pounds. Like, I wrist lock and heel hook people, and he's, like, that of wrestling. Quarter Nelson. Like, hey, man, put your fucking... Everyone. Put your forearm right across the bridge of the nose. Oh, yeah. And then, like, turn really fast. Definitely. He hates people. Just rip their head off. Yep. See what and happens. he's, like, outside, off the mat. Sweetest dude. Sweetheart. He's my favorite. We we went traveling one time. He was my favorite road trip. Just me and him mm -hmm. and audiobooks. Yeah. And, man, we had the fucking greatest trip. Yep. So there, 50 minutes. I don't want to go more than this. So what do right. we do? Are we going to... Well, we, we got to say, like, goodbye. Well, I mean, we got to say this is John and Kent's excellent adventure. This is John and Kent's excellent adventure signing off. Go fuck yourselves, Hold everybody. On. You just said John. Fuck. I said John, This is John and Kent's excellent adventure, and we are signing off. Go fuck yourselves, everybody. That's fucking rude. Should we chop that, and that'll be forever? I say we leave it. No, but we'll do the, oh, no, oh, like, you, you that'll like be our it? forever sign-off. I agree. And then from now on, we'll just be like, run the sign-off, bitch. Absolutely. Done. See you later. See ya.